Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 126 with my friend, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. That's what you'll hear me say in a minute. Uh, I was was super excited to sit down with Aaron. I went to high school with Aaron. I went to, shit, I went to kindergarten with Aaron. And uh, we ran into each other at the reunion, our 21st high school reunion, and uh, connected there a little bit more and we're able to organize a little get together. So she uh, was, came over and I had to, <laughs> I had to edit out so much stuff that was very specific to like our neighborhood, because I know, I, I know you guys don't like sitting through that stuff being like, remember this road? Um, <laughs> but so much great content uh, and I will, I won't hold it back any longer, but I'm going to talk your ear off at the end of the episode. All right. Until then. This is my friend, Aaron. You and I have lots in common. My request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend? I got my tonsils out on the first, so I'm curious how my voice sounds. That's crazy. Like a week ago? Oh, no, the 1st of December. Okay, I was like, holy crap. No, no, oh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. I'd be like. It's like, you have healed amazingly. <sighs> oh, sweet. Did I give this to you or did, um, do you like pile-up b-ball pens? These are my favorite. What do you know about those pens? So you know they're, they're not available anymore. No, you have to order them online. Oh my God, are you serious? I, I have an obsession with those. These are my favorite uh, yeah, ones. Same since I was like four, 14. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? I love these pens. I have a whole, well, not a whole bunch, but I. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely love these. I, these are my favorite. <laughs> every like journal I've kept since I was a teenager, I've used these pens. And then when I couldn't buy them anymore, um, I found some seller on eBay that had like old stock of them. And old stock because i this they now have the new these are the these are yeah, the old ones yeah, yeah. so they uh, i bought he had uh, um like six boxes like remaining i was like i'm gonna buy all of them i don't oh give a shit gosh. so now i'm good on these for <laughs> quite a few years yeah you are <laughs> these are nice I, yeah i love them that's so funny no oh yeah the pilot v-ball that oh i'm l- so happy <laughs> i am yeah i am a pen freak most pens i don't care about like Oh, yeah. Can we talk about pens for a while? That's yeah, what this we podcast can talk will about be about. Pens. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so when I was waiting tables, always clicky. Yeah. Because it's just like clicky, clicky, clicky. Yeah. I tried with the cap. When you're waiting tables, it doesn't make sense. Um, so then I always had these around for like quick note. But then I always try to have these. And there's some that, you know, have replaced these when they went out of stock. But then when I finally found them again, no turning back, Aaron. Oh, I know. Those are the best. That makes me so happy. No one ever knows Pilot V-Balls. I love Pilot V-Balls. Oh, my <laughs> God. I love those. It's kismet. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. That's You You have no idea how much joy I put into uh, the fact that you know those pens. Get off oh, me, yeah. gigantic cardigan. Okay. Well, hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for driving out here from fucking Westland. Yeah. I haven't been to Westland since, uh, like, I don't know, my high school punk band played a show there. Where? <laughs> Isn't... Or did you go to the Renegades? Was there a place called Pharaoh's 
in Westland. Yeah, this was years ago. I mean, obviously. Oh, I have no. I don't know. I doubt it would be still open. I'll but ask. it was like twenty five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a hike. Mm-hmm. So thanks, thanks yeah. for coming out. <laughs> uh, I usually start these out with how I know people, mm-hmm. and I've known you forever. Yeah. <laughs> like I think kindergarten. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I can start singing the songs we sang on the bus. Oh my god! So. Yeah. I'm going to try my best. With yeah. Miss Robinson, no. Oh my God, you remember the bus of number? Of I did. I'm writing that down. <laughs> you lived in the neighborhood over from me. I knew exactly where you lived and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, same, but... You lived uh, next to Lori and Shay, and uh-huh. you guys would play your what, French horns together or something? I played trombone, trombone for and she a, had a hot French. minute, yeah. When I went to Havenwick, I came back and like was two months behind on band. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, that did not go well. <laughs> Trombone was short-lived. Um, yeah, sixth grade was a difficult time. Um, yeah. Which I will, I'm excited to get in with you because you're, <laughs> you're one of the like three people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. We'll the, get there. Yeah. That was a weird moment. <laughs> uh, Cause that obviously like, <laughs> I just mentioned Havenwick, like obviously that had an impact on me. Um, but let's go further back in time okay. before I knew you. Were you born in Clarkson? I was. Okay. Well, Pontiac, but yeah. 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 I, parents... I need to figure out a better way to ask that because that's what happens every single time. I, I think it's just me. Like, I was born in Pontiac, but yes, I was born in Clarkson. Yeah. yeah. Same. Everyone like always goes to the hospital. Yeah. Because um, yeah, same. St. Joe's. Um, yeah, same. Me yeah. too. And then born and raised in Clarkson. Like a... Uh, my parents Two still minutes live in away the... from me if you take a bicycle or five minutes with a car, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you have younger sisters? So I have two younger sisters and I have an older sister from my dad's oh. first marriage. Oh. Yes. Let's jump in there. Okay. Um, so you're in the middle. You're one of the middle. I kids. am. So I am kind of the middle child. And I really feel that has a lot to do with how I've been raised because I've always been, I felt the odd one out black sheep of the family and yeah. it's i am kind of the middle child how much older is the older She's 13 years oh that's so that's huge age difference mm-hmm. was she around much when you were a kid um yeah well she lived in massachusetts my oh. dad um <laughs> my dad uh it was part of the time i mean he met his wife or ex-wife at a party got pregnant and then my grandmother said well you need to you need to marry her so that's just what you did back then. Yeah. And then didn't work out. And then they moved uh, in 1977. And then my dad met my mom like a year later. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't come along then for another five 83. years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm aware. Same age. Um, <laughs> so, oh, that means this year you're like me. You turned 40. This oh, year. yeah. The big 40. It's scary. Eh. I mean, yeah. Part of me cares and part of me doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um so are you, do you feel like an only child for the most part before your little sisters come along or is that, um, or I guess they're not that far in age. Well, oh, so my younger sisters, they're, um, they're eight, we're 18 months apart. Yeah. So you don't even remember. Not, not really. <laughs> I do have a, I have my first, I do have a memory and I'm, I also wonder though if this is because there is a picture of it, but I do I remember this. <laughs> I remember cause my sisters were twins and I remember there was uh everyone brought over pampers diapers and they were in the boxes then yeah and there's a picture of me sitting on these boxes and it looks like a fort around me and i don't (laughs) look very happy and i do remember though i remember throwing a box like kicking one down the stairs because i was just like what's i just remembered 
it's none of the attention was on me. I mean, yeah. I was not, I was two, but it's just, I just remember not being happy. Well, I imagine with twins, none of the attention is going to be on you for quite a while. Oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> so I, I mean, right off the bat then, is there, I guess not, maybe not at the time, but like reflecting back, is there like an immediate kind of sense of neglect? <laughs> Cause there's twins. I, I can't see a world where that's just not like I need to give them all the attention all the time. <laughs> So they don't die at first and then just because they're the well, youngest and well at, at the same time like my mom said I couldn't um I couldn't I didn't walk yet I didn't walk until like two or three months before my sisters were born okay so my mom was really afraid that she was gonna have the twins and have me because I would hold on to her leg and sit and she'd just move me around on her yeah, foot sit on her foot and yeah. Say, yeah and so my mom was afraid that she would have these two twins with her with me on her feet and so I think just I had a, like some kind of delay when I was growing up yeah. I, mean, I was in spice with the special it was like special preschool before preschool what is that called isn't that called something I should know because my mom was part of it so is that seminary or is that just church related I don't no, know no 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 it's <laughs> no it was that Sashabal it was just like pre preschool pre, oh, my pre, mom's gonna be so mad pre um, pre preschool <laughs> yeah and someone was just talking about that because they said the word and i was like what is that and then they told me and that's what it was and i can't remember what the freaking word is it, it's not seminary i don't oh gosh I, don't I have no idea doesn't matter um <laughs> <laughs> uh i so i am wondering something that i just forgot oh what does your dad do when you're a kid when you're my father child <laughs> My fa- my mother was the breadwinner. Okay. My mom was already like she already had her uh, masters and everything. She kept her last name. What was she doing? She was a speech pathologist or speech therapist. It's the same That's... thing, I think. Um, okay. But she was also um, working at Spice. And my dad was uh, a realist. Well, yeah, real estate agent. Oh, he. Oh, sorry, I take that back. He was worked um, for Smith's disposal. Disposable? Yeah. Disposable? It's disposal. Yeah. yeah, he was a garbage man <laughs> for a little bit. But, I mean, he was Mr. Mom. I mean, he raised my sisters and I and while my mom worked. And, okay. And then my dad was a real estate agent. I, he, apparently, I threw up all over the um, Mr. Smith. Was that what you always hear about? Was that well, the my story dad said told he was, as a child? Well, my dad said he was very happy because I guess Mr. Smith wasn't a very nice man. But. Nice whatever but uh way, way to pull one for the team. i know i know but no my dad then was a real estate agent and that just kind of he was able to work part-time and then yeah. just watch us and sometimes he would bring us to the open houses and we my sisters and i would run around downstairs while he'd show people houses upstairs nice it was nice. great <laughs> yeah that's that my uh my realtor for both these houses who before she became a realtor was my supervisor at best buy oh um <laughs> She started bringing her daughter to all of the showings that we'd go to, because uh, we like we just kind of knew her at that point. Uh-huh. But it's funny to think about, because yeah, I guess it's. And I had friends that were like, "Oh yeah, she, it's weird. She brings her daughter." And I was like, "Is it weird? Like, I guess I never thought about it as weird, because like we knew her, and like like I'm friends with her daughter on Facebook now. <laughs> like, it's, so it's <laughs> like it's not it's not weird to me, but I guess I don't know." I don't know. As long as we weren't in the way, we yeah. we were just down. So we just as long as there was nobody around, we were fine to play around down there. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so mom's a speech therapist, mm-hmm. and you have these twins mm-hmm. for pretty much your entire memorable life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, what's that like? Do you have memories pre like elementary or like when you're a kid that age? Like, what does that look like? 
I remember we would we would all play in the we would play a lot outside because I don't know if you've been to my parents' house at all. Have you been to Birdland? I know Birdland well. So yeah, yeah. so you know how we were next to the woods, and then they they built a bunch of houses, but there's still yeah. some woods there. Is there? And I haven't been that, all the way back there since they've done all the new construction well, stuff. Well, yeah, they built houses all the way down. I know when they cleared that area behind Burger King, I was like, oh, that's oh the, I know that's the beginning of something bad. That was bad. I was not happy about that, yeah. but um. We would just play in the woods yeah. all the time. We'd play outside. We had a large backyard. And then beyond our backyard was we called the field, which was right a lo- like a long stretch. And then there was the old high school. I always found those woods to be so scary because <laughs> there was like a fence um, at some point, And like I was just like, oh, that seemed it just felt like so off limits. Whereas also, though, I would ride my bike down this road and then just go straight through this person's yard and go to Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had no problem with that. But when I thought about those woods, I was like, oh, these woods are scary. They're like fenced off. So that's that's fun to hear that kids were playing in them and they weren't scary. Gonna, oh, no. They weren't. Well, erase that memory from my mind. <laughs> well, there was like high school kids that would go back there when I was younger. It was smoking like, oh, weed. Like, oh, yeah. They were smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, drinking. Just, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Although one time... Uh, Shannon, Fell and I, we were walking to school when we, it was our, uh, yeah, ninth grade. Went, the only year that we went to the, the yeah, old high school. school. And then we went to that awful new place. But anyway, <laughs> um, someone like dropped like a cigarette, like a lit, uh, it wasn't lit, but they dropped like a cigarette butt in my bag or, or something. It was like, what the heck? Oh. Oh. Just but, like some. Just some like seniors, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. So it sounds like you and your sisters got along for the most part or no? Um, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> I, My sister Christy and I, we probably had a lot of uh, um, contentious issues. But I mean, just we're fine. We're, we're fine now. We're now we're fine. It's funny to hear that. Like, you know, obviously you never want to like think of twins as the same person because they're two individuals with. Oh, they individual. were the same person. Well, but then. <laughs> Is that is one of them, the one you just mentioned? Well, so I, I I like to joke that they they're not they're fraternal, but they're like the same person. Um, they're they're not identical, but they act the same sometimes. But I have to say, I think Christy is more she. Christy would always have to have the last word. That's how Christy was. That's my brother. <laughs> Christy, it didn't matter what if and whatever the argument. She always had to have the last word, yeah. and that just drove me nuts. And but Libby, Libby was easier to. That's the name I remember. Or her, she, <laughs> it's Elizabeth, but she goes by Libby. Yeah, yeah. But that... Libby, you don't want to, you don't want to get on Libby's bad side because she would, ha- she had nails, and she would, she would just result to like fighting and and physical fights. And she once ripped my shirt off with just her nails. <laughs> All right. And there our neighbor know. had to break us up. So. <laughs> yeah, right when you said Libby, I like had a flashback to like. The three of you getting on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, I was like, okay, I guess I, yeah, somewhere in my mind, I think I knew you had twin sisters. But, um, okay, so other than home life, like, we didn't really, because we didn't hang out, like, a bunch. <laughs> I mean, we knew the same people. We had the same bus route. I think we probably had some classes together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, elementary school what else is going on, like socially? What? How's? Did you go to Pine Knob? Yeah, yeah, we you went did? to Pine. Yeah. Oh jeez. That was our bus. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I gotta really think. Um, 
I liked elementary school. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, if, yeah, if anyone was to ask, what was your favorite years of your life, you know, going to school? I'm like, elementary school, because it was fun. We had an awesome playground. Yeah. I loved that playground. Yeah, I was driving by there the other day, and I was like, I wonder if, I'm, and I immediately I answered myself, because that would be unsafe and terrible, but I was like, I wonder if any of those structures are still there. Oh, no, like, no, of course kids not. Kids would be murdering themselves on, like, right. rusted steel and old wood. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Pine Knob was fun. I loved Pine Knob. But you, you had... Remember the, oh, that's all good memories, good social yeah. life, good, good uh, hanging out. Yeah, I I had a I did I had something where like I would I would hang out with one person. That was like what I would do, and I finally eventually like started to branch out more. Like yeah, I can have more friends. Yeah, but I would like stick with one person, and then they would move away, and then I'd be sad. Uh, and then I uh, her name was Samantha Ch- Childers. I think I remember that. She name. lived in our my neighborhood at the end of the street, and then she moved to the Philippines. Her dad oh. was in like a like a sergeant or something in the army or whatever, and then they moved over to the Philippines. And I remember my older sister Heather visiting, and she's like, "Oh, there was this big earthquake there." And I was so sad, thinking she died, but I never heard from her again. So, yeah. and then I was I'm friends sure she's with. Fine. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> she is. But then from her, I met Becky Hall. Okay. Do you remember Becky? Yeah. She, I was friends with her for like second to fourth grade and then she moved away and then i met Kristen lee and lauren shay yeah that's funny but i was friends with i I had friends i was i knew people i just i would hang out with like one person (laughs) isn't it funny like elementary school it's it's girls hang out with girls and guys hang out with guys oh yeah like uh even though i was we rode the bus together i was in that neighborhood like mike o'brien lived in that neighborhood at the time um and i i just interviewed well not just like two seasons ago but um both Clara and Mindy Webster, who lived in that neighborhood. Oh my gosh, I remember, um, yeah. Yeah, like that neighborhood and then the bus and hung out with Lauren Shea, who literally lived next door to me. And yeah. <laughs> so it's it's just funny how how the the social dynamic of kids at that young age. But this is where this is where it gets a little dicey, or maybe it got dicey for me, because for the listeners, um, <laughs> To my understanding, and I'm curious to hear if you know this any differently, after fifth grade for us, mm-hmm. the school borders changed, mm-hmm. and three of us, you, me, and Mike O'Brien, mm-hmm. all went to one middle school, and then everybody else went to the other middle school. Yep. And suddenly it was like, hope you didn't have too many friends, because now you don't know anybody. anybody. <laughs> so that was... Uh, yeah, No good. But Aww. So I'm wondering, what does that look like? fifth grade transition to sixth grade new school and all your friends are somewhere else like what does that look like for you it was horrible (laughs) i was devastated because i that was because in fifth grade it was when becky moved and that's when i started hanging out with lauren and Kristen, and i just became like both went to sashbo yeah i know well (laughs) so it was like oh boy new friends and then and then summer came and then it was like oh yeah we're gonna school borders change and it was right in our in my neighborhood Everyone um, on like the right side of Chickadee and that way, right, all went to Clarkston, yeah. and it was like, are you kidding me? Right in our neighbor, and so yeah, yeah, and it was it was me and Lauren. It was our freaking yard line. Yeah, <laughs> yes, isn't that? It's so weird. Yeah, I yeah no, it was very sad because um, I I didn't know anybody. I mean, I I I knew you and a few, but like I. You were you were a guy. I'm like I don't. I need a girl to talk to. <laughs> but no, it yeah. was horrible. I did not like it. And I you probably 
I would always cry the first like week of school because I was just that's just how I handled myself. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I went to Havenwick because so, like, <laughs> I just stopped going. Uh, I was super depressed. I the summer before I had an incident where I was sexually abused. Didn't even know that was the th- what happened at the time because um, I was just an older kid. I told my therapist like 20 years later and she's like, just so you know, it's <laughs> like, oh, OK, I can just reframe that. Thanks. Um, and so like I was just bullied at school because I was so awkward. I would just come up to people and be like, give me a hug. I would tell girls to give me a hug. Aww. <laughs> um, not great. Not a great look for an 11 year old. Um, and I'm wondering if you what that looked like for you with. Uh, like Lauren and Kristen and anyone else you might have talked to from the other school. Oh, I, I stayed friends with them. Um, I would. <laughs> well, um, well, Lauren lived in the neighborhood over, yeah. and uh, and then Kristen, she lived just. It was it was kind of down the street from me. She lived off Drayton, so okay. off yeah. of maybe. So I could just walk to her house if I wanted to. But no, we would. Um, and I just thought Kristen was so cool. She made me laugh. She make. She would make me wet myself like every day during recess in fifth grade because she would just make me. She would get herself stuck <laughs> in the, the, the tube slide. Yeah. And I and she would st- she I would stand at the top and she would um, people would go down the slide and she'd be like hello and then I would just pee myself because I couldn't help it it was so bad That's but um <laughs> yeah but um no I had a lot of fun um just I had stayed friends with them I stayed in touch with them I mean I was all about calling best. them on the phone and yeah. especially Kristen but um I did make some friends at middle school eventually yeah that's um, good so you're in junior high. You're finding some friends. Are you still crying at the beginning of the year? <laughs> I still, I would, I don't know. It, it finally fizzled out maybe by high school where the first first week of school, it just, I don't know. Was it, it just anxiety? It like, was anxiety. Yeah. I mean, because I wasn't on medication then or, or, or antidepressants then, yeah. but it was just like anything new, any change. Where do you think that comes from? If you had to unpack that. <laughs> um, Probably just. Because I just think every my dad is has such a is such a routine kind of person. I yeah. think it's kind of been rubbed off on me where everything is routine. So any change or any deviation from the routine is, whoa, wait a minute. Like I, how do I handle that? And yeah. my way of handling it was crying. Yeah. I imagine it's just like emotional overwhelm. And oh yeah. Like, what? How? How else am I gonna? Exactly. There you go. Emotional yeah. overwhelm. Did yeah. that result in any like? Because like I mean I don't remember that, but. Did any kids see you that way? And like, were you, did you, were you a target as like a, from bullies or anything like that? Um, well, I, every time it, it would, um, well, so anytime it would thunder or lightning or storm, like anytime it would storm, I would start to cry. And I remember someone, oh, who was it? Well, someone in fourth grade was like, Miss, oh, who was our teacher? Uh, Mrs. Have? Schumann, oh, or that Schumann. was third. That was third grade. Who was my fourth grade teacher? I can't remember. Whoever, Mrs. So and So. Aaron's crying. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I, yeah. People would see me cry. <laughs> but I, so that you mentioned the thunder. Now I'm wondering, like, is there a role of safety that plays into that? Well, yeah, because well, there was always tornado sirens all the time because I lived in the same house yeah, growing yeah. up and so there was always tornado sirens and I remember asking my dad once because uh, we had we had guinea pigs and hamsters and I'm like what, what are we going to do if the if we're at school and the hamsters are at home and he's what are we going to do he's like well say your prayers and <laughs> and I just remember thinking well what the heck are we, we're going to die <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Uh, and then that was, I mean, we were the generation that got Twister too. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, I don't like to propose that in a way that it's like, blame the movies, but for our, like as kids, there's this blockbuster movie that came out that like for its time, the special effects were insane. And you felt like you're like, oh, I'm actually like seeing what a tornado looks like <laughs> in the most like real way possible. And then, yeah, to live in an area where we really did. I'm glad you said that because I feel like we did get tornado warnings all the time. And it was like always warnings except for like the trailer park on Sashabaugh that actually got hit by a tornado. Yeah. But other than that, it was like warnings constantly well, my grandfather um my grandpa my dad's dad my dad grew up in clarkston too and my so my grandpa always said um a tornado would never hit clarkston because of waterford hill hmm. and i'm like huh all yeah, right i don't think i don't think it's ever hit clarkston but i know it's yeah. hit holly yeah the when i think of like the topographical map of this area there i just don't yeah i don't it doesn't seem likely to me. Like, I don't think there's enough open space for yeah. it to, like, get going. Right. Um, and if it did, I think it would peter out before it could really, like, yeah. do. I mean, obviously, it doesn't take much to knock a house down. But, like, in my neighborhood, for instance, like, I don't, I mean, I don't think I need to I think, like, I could get a trash can blow against my house. <laughs> but, like, I think that might be the worst of it. Right. Knock on fake wood. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and I, I only ask that because when I think about the thunder lightning stuff, I think about the tornado stuff. I think about the potential for unknown at the beginning of school year. Like mm -hmm. a lot of that to me reads as like um, feeling safe. Do I feel safe? Do I feel mm -hmm. protected? Yeah. Do I feel like it's going to be okay? And it and I wonder if it's like I didn't feel that way. Um, I could just be like projecting all that onto you. <laughs> that's, that's just my interpretation. Um, so yeah, I didn't know if that rang true or not. Well, yeah. Oh, I felt safe. Um, I just, I was just like, I just felt, I was very, um, I hated raising my hand in class. I hated talking. Like I just, to anybody, I mean, anyone knew, I just kind of kept to myself. And I, yeah. I think just anything new, I don't like asking for help. And I just try to figure it out on my own and then I just I kind of bury myself though for that so see that feels middle childy yeah yeah <laughs> like no everyone don't worry you take care of them I'll be fine yeah I'll be fine I'll be fine and I hated working in groups oh my god I Aaron, hated groups I am turning 40 this year and I'm in grad school and I'm like please stop putting me in fucking group assignments why are we doing this <laughs> And don't tell me like, oh, it's like the real, it's not like the real world. I've been out in the fucking real world for 20 years. All right. It's not the same. Please stop doing this. I fucking hate group work with a fiery passion. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. It's the worst. The only group thing I think I did like was in school with you and uh, Robert Shannon and Sarah Morgan. Oh my God. Yes. We had to do yes. something. That was great. I have the tape. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I yeah. Uh, our movie for words to film that what were we doing though was it, it seemed Ham like was it was hamlet such... or some shakespeare no we i mean we made like a horror movie yeah but 
watching it back, I remember this feeling in class too, because I was like, we did it. Like we wrote it out, we shot everything, yeah. edited, and then watching it. And there's so many just like holes where <laughs> I'm sure everybody else in the class was like, what's going on? Because <laughs> um, we wrote little like jokes and stuff that were funny to us, yeah. but probably like being that they were one of like 20 lines in the whole script, they probably threw everybody off a little bit. Uh, I have, yeah, I have that tape. I have a box of VHS tapes from high school because I just kept all of them and then realized uh, last year that I can never release most of the stuff I have because there's a lot of words that people threw around in the 90s that like... Are probably not very... Not super PC. No. no. <laughs> um, yeah, different time different time yeah <laughs> but anyway say tangents yeah you're gonna make me remember a bunch of stuff um so you got your group of friends mm-hmm. getting in high school um is i'm i mean what role does your mom being a speech therapist being like a professional like is that kind of like a role model situation where you kind of have this goal set for when high school ends, you're going to go to college, you're going to do this, you're going to, or how does that play out? What does that look like? Well, my mom with being the speech therapist, um, I knew when I was in trouble all the time too, because she would enunciate like Erin, I'm in trouble. But um, she, so the, it was funny because growing up, like I have, I would have a lot of people say, Oh, I'm so sorry about your parents. Like, what are you talking about? Well, your mom's last name is not the same as yours. Like, oh, well, no, this, my mom, my dad, so my dad would tell me, oh, well, your mom was just being liberal. And then eventually my mom's like, well, of course not. No, I was just already established when I met him, you know, and I already just kept my last names, whatever. She's a feminist. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But um, no, so yeah, growing up, it was, we had to do good in school, go to college, uh, get your degree and then get your job. And so yeah, out of high school, like I went to OCC and... I mean, there's, that's a whole, so much there, but I mean, I, yeah, just basically do good in school and get a job was, you know, do that. How was it received when you kind of invested your interest in like artistry? Cause you're, I mean, I remember you being an artist. (laughs) Yes. Well, so when I, yeah, I wanted to just, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah. All I knew is that, well, I first, no, I wanted to go to um, the college. It was at the time, it was like Center for Creative Studies. Yeah, now it's CCS. like college. Yeah. Oh, and so they changed the name? Yeah. Just, oh. yeah. Whatever. And, Still CCS. Yeah. CCS. <laughs> so I remember uh, my mom taking me down there and I had my portfolio and they looked and they're like, oh, this is lovely. And they were like, oh, we'd love to have you. And and then my mom just turned to me and was like, well, Aaron, you know, see how much this is? And it's basically her saying like we're, we're not paying for you to go to this very fancy art school yeah. which i would love to go to so it was it's like oh all right i guess i'll just go to occ for now and but at the same time my dad though i love my dad but i really wished i didn't listen <laughs> wish i wish i didn't listen to him because <laughs> i wanted to be a painter i wanted to you know paint yeah. and and he's he said that's not a money making career. You can't be a starving artist. I'm like, all right, okay, I guess I'll be a graphic artist, graphic design. And I am not neat. I am not on time. I'm just, I'm not. Yeah. So 
I struggled. I would go to graphic design classes, and I, mean, I was getting okay grades, but it was just, I was like, this is not me. How'd you feel about the computer aspect of it? Oh, no, okay, so at OCC, I went to the Orchard um, Ridge campus, yeah, yeah. and the teacher there, he called the computer a magic box. We never <laughs> used a computer. So everything was, you know, gouache, uh, uh, acetate, I mean, just, every, oh. there's no computer. So he was like the age of print ads where he- Oh, yeah. And he just, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. It's very interesting, because it's, I imagine you're in like the last few years where you can actually get away with that, mm -hmm. uh, so like any school, because yeah. at some point you got to like accept that right. <laughs> computers are essentially I didn't do everything. very good in the class. I mean, I did okay, but it was just like, I, I just didn't, I wasn't feeling it. And at the same time, Kristen Lee was taking photo classes at the Royal Oak campus at OCC. Yeah. And she's like, I love photography. You should try it with me. Like, Okay. So I kind of like just dicked around for about a year and a half at OCC with taking painting, ceramics, sculpture, yeah. then graphic design. And then finally I was tried these photo classes and I, it was like, wow, I love this and I'm getting A's. And I, because the thing is, if I failed a class, I would have to pay for it. Yeah. And then, to, and then I would have to take it over again because it was like a, you know, required for my major or whatever. Is that like the deal where you worked out with your mom? Oh, with my parents? Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Like they if paid I paid your classes they unless paid, you failed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what ended up happening to that? Well, I, d I did. I graduated from OCC finally. Um, and then I tried, let's see. I tried getting, I got a job for like two weeks working at Olin Mills at the Meyer location. Oh my God, Olin oh, Mills. I hated it. Oh, oh I hated God. it. I ended up telling, a, this was right when they had those, um, the cameras that were on the, the sliding, it was a slider where you can move it up and down and they had a TV in the corner where their, the picture was projected on this, uh, well, it was on the the screen so it's like height of technology at that time yeah and so um <laughs> this was like this was like 2002 or three and but the parents would be would say oh move the camera this way move it this way move it that way and then the kid would be staring at the tv screen you know and eventually though i would i turned to this one parent i said excuse me who's taking the photo and my trainer was like, you can't say that to people. And I was just like, well, this lady's driving me nuts. I'm the photographer here. And then I, after, I was like, this is not me. I'm, I'm just a salesperson. Because then I had to try to sell them yeah. all these. And then all they, and I knew it. All they wanted was just like seven wallet, like seven wallet pictures and a, whatever. I wasn't going to try to sell them the whole thing because yeah. I knew they didn't want it. It's so funny. Like that, does that job exist anymore like because I, I obviously photographers exist but like the, I, everybody got a photo printer and everybody like um like has phones mm -hmm. and i don't know if that like and i don't know i, I say that legitimately i don't know because i don't have kids so i don't deal with like school pictures so i don't i don't know if that still exists but i don't i don't imagine it does especially like trying to sell people on like buying more photos when you can at this point be like just gonna go like print them at CVS. Fuck yeah, <laughs> and do people even? Well, I mean, I don't print half of my photos. Any oh I mean, yeah, no. I really don't. And most of the time, I take photos and they just stay on my in my camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have my Nikon over there, and it's like most almost everything is just like on a drive on my computer, yeah. and like I like I I I do have an eight by ten. I just printed of some turtles that I love, <laughs> and I think I'm getting my. 
16 by 20 today of, I can't remember what kind of birds there. Sandpiper cranes. Is that right? Sand cranes? Piper Sandhill cranes. cranes. Sandhill cranes. Thank you. I'm a birder. Um, I kayak at Independence Oaks mm-hmm. almost exclusively. Uh, and I'll, I'll bring my camera on my boat and I just like go nuts uh, with that's what these coasters are. <laughs> that's like I I love. Uh, these are all your pictures? Yeah. Oh, I, really? I love going there and taking pictures. It's my favorite. Oh, you have a killdeer here and blue heron and those are female. One of those coasters is an all turtle coaster. Oh, <laughs> Which aww. One these are nice. I like it. Um, That's a male butterfly. How do you know? Because he has a little, um, his, uh, what's it called? A stemmen? No, a something, something with an S, isn't it? You're thinking about male flower. Stamen. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm. Th- I'm thinking of a male flower. <laughs> yeah, no, this is it's a monarch, but they have um the males have these little like there's I think they're scent glands or huh. they're little they look like little black smudges. Well, I'm gonna take that as a compliment to the picture that you can tell that that's because <laughs> that's a really <laughs> tiny version of it. Um, I digress. Well, well, I guess February's coming to a close, and you know what that means. Taxman's right around the corner, not too much longer now. Step by St. Patrick's Day all the way to Easter, then your taxes are coming. And if you're worried about your taxes, chill out with an ice cold brew from Wellbeing Brewing. Did you like that? I don't know what that was either. But it's true that you can chill out. Maybe you chill out a little better with some CBD water. That's right. Wellbeing Brewing not only makes great non-alcoholic beers, but they have CBD-infused water. Helps you chillax, man. Netflix and chill with some CBD waters. You ever tried them before? They're actually pretty tasty. You get a little, uh, it's, you know, there's no THC. You don't have to worry about getting high or anything like that. Um, just chill out. Just helps you chill out, bro. So check those out over at wellbeingbrewing.com. You can click on the little little waters, little CBD waters, and order some of those up. You can save 10% using code FRIENDREQUEST so you can listen to this podcast while chilling out, man. Don't worry about the taxes. Don't worry about St. Patrick's Day and Easter stressing you out because leprechauns and Jesus and shit. Just check it out, man. This is the weirdest ad I've ever done. Back to the episode. So photography sparks something. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, it does. It's, I don't know what it is. I just, I like, um, I like doing film a lot. I mean, I just, I have a digital camera that I use just, you know, I take photos of my nieces or if someone wants to, if I agree to do a wedding or whatever, I really don't like doing them, but. I'll do them for friends or yeah. whatever. But um I just I just love doing um I like taking out my big old view camera that I stole from Wayne's date. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get it back. They were gonna take it and sell it, all their old view cameras for stuff to like build up their wet their dry dark room, their dig- digital dark room. I was like, I'm Shh. taking my view camera back. That's right. But um I just like the old processes. Just all that and just being alone doing it. I like doing a lot. Of, I would like doing a lot of night shots. Yeah. Because it's just quiet. And... What do you have? 
maybe you haven't even thought about this, but like what aspect of photography like clicked with you where you're like, oh, this is, this uh, is for me? Well, I think part of it was, oh, I'm doing good in these classes and I don't have to pay for my other, <laughs> <laughs> I just. But I mean, you still stick with it. So I there's gotta be something. Um, I guess it was just something I was good at. Okay. Um, it's not a bad thing. No, yeah, I still, I'm still kind of struggling with it. I love photography, but I mean, I, I I'm not, I don't want to be a portrait photographer. I don't want to, you know, take photos of um, families or yeah. that. And just what, what else can you do with it then? So yeah, um, job wise, I think that's super complicated. And that's, I've strangely talked to a lot of photographers. Um, and I'm always like intrigued by it because some people do exclusively portrait wedding photography and that's like what they do. They have no desire to like go create some cool contrasting nature shot. Like <laughs> that's, it's not there. And that's so interesting to me because when I think of photography, I think of it like uh painting or like it, it's a, it's a medium. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for the people that are just doing the portrait and wedding stuff, I, it's, I struggle to, and like for any of you listening, cause I, I'm not trying to insult anybody and I, and I like know I have listeners that are those photographers, but I like, I personally can't find the artistry in that when I'm doing it. Like if I'm taking pictures of my nephew or anybody, like I don't get a sense of creativity out of that mm -hmm. at all. Um, and so it's, it's, it's very strange field for that because that's the only stuff you can get paid for for the most part like yeah. headshots and mm -hmm. weddings and all that stuff. i mean and you can get paid a lot of money <laughs> it's yeah. also like a big pain in the ass because i'm sure yes. you can probably speak to it more than i can but like bridezillas and whatnot and oh yeah I've, sure I've, you... I've had a couple <laughs> yeah that's uh never something i had any desire to do i hate doing weddings in any capacity yeah i, I really don't like i've officiated weddings, weddings. I've DJed weddings. <laughs> I've played weddings like guitar and I just like uh, I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I think that's the pressure of something I could do could fuck this day up for them. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> like if I play Tom Petty wrong, <laughs> if I, stop, like, I don't want to feel that way. So. I just don't like directing people. I would it's I would rather it's if I could go do a wedding, if someone was there directing people like stand here, stand there and do that. And I'll just here we go. Snap the photo. Yeah. <laughs> because that's essentially like what the photographer it, you're not. I don't know. I'm just I guess I'm not a very strong photographer in that sense where like you have to do directing. You have to be a people person. I'm not. Yeah. You have a, to be like bubbly and be like, come on, let's bring mom and dad back in. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Teach their own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you do OCC, Olin Mills, what's going on personal life outside of school and work in hmm. your twenties? <laughs> I was in a relationship. It lasted like through, I'm like, uh, junior, senior, and then we broke up. So that, and then. This is high school? Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, do I know who that is? No, he didn't know who he was. He, he didn't even go to our school. Can we dish? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <you> don't have to. <laughs> uh, I just, I was in a relationship after relationship. Like I just didn't, I was never, I wasn't single. I was always in a relationship from like 16 to 22. And then I was finally single 
and I was probably single for only like a year and then I was just in relationships. They were just kind of a blur. I just I was still trying to figure myself out. Yeah. And I was li- I was living at home um at my parents still. Did was that an aspect of the relationships where like did you live with No, I didn't live with any of them. No. Okay. It was just, you know, whatever like they were at their parents house or whatever um let's see after olin oh yeah so after olin mills like and then i i um i was working hmm i'm really trying to think back on all this stuff what what happened so much stuff there is a lot of stuff uh and also i my brain's like i have a lot of brain fog too oh yeah you're good Yeah. yeah and i you don't need to like step by step anything um I'm just, yeah, I was just curious if there was any other big things. Did you go back to school at all for anything? Well, so, yeah. So after I realized, like, Olin Mills wasn't for me, I'm like, well, this is stupid. It's <laughs> my favorite sentence ever. Yeah, like, Olin Mills sucks. Um, <laughs> I was working, um, I, ne- I, re- I needed a job, yeah. basically. And, and then I also figured, like, well, I have all these, I had 96 credits that transferred that that were transferable from OCC and I'm like I just I should go to a university because having an the same thing <laughs> having an associate's degree was like you can't really get anywhere with it. and this is where it's like you need to have a four year degree for anything yeah. anything and all right I guess I'll go to Wayne State because that was like figured that was close that was closer to CCS like, yeah. Yeah. same thing and I just I like get the some city Detroit vibes yeah I want sure. to go down down there so. I started going, I applied, um, and I started going there in 2005. Okay. Yeah. And, um, oh, I did date someone um, prior to that who was a photographer. And I realized, okay, I do not want to be a portrait photographer. I want to be, and he was a portrait and an artsy photographer, well, kind of artsy photographer. But I realized, okay, I really do want to go to school and learn about more about, like, film and that stuff. So, um. Yeah, I started going to Wayne State in 2005, and um, that was that was it. It was it was fun, and then I want then I moved out to Ferndale, and that's how was that? It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That's a good time to be in Ferndale. Uh, yeah, but um, that's where my priorities kind of faltered, and my parents stopped. They were like, "Well, because my grades were getting were so low." They were. I was eventually kicked out of school because my grade point was below um, a one. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, it happened twice. Um, just my my priorities priorities were not there, and my just pa- like partying in Ferndale, or um, it, you know, like my example of part like I wasn't partying. It was just like just I wouldn't do my schoolwork. Yeah. You know, and I just would stay up late. I, I did. Well, I guess I, the question then is what. When you say your priorities change, what 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 were you prioritizing? Oh, time? just going out, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. just okay. trying uh, living out. It was like my living on my own for the yeah. first time, you know. Just, it's a big deal. Yeah, and my parents just stopped. They were so since I was failing in school, they stopped paying for school and they stopped helping me pay rent. So I started using like you know, my credit card and just. It was just bad. Relatable. Yeah. And then the job, and then I didn't have a job then. I mean, I was so, because I was going to school. Yeah. So then I had to get a job. And I think, where was I working? I was, oh, I I watered plants for like businesses. 
And this was when like such a Ferndale thing. To oh, do. I know. Well, I would drive all over Metro Detroit, and I wasn't getting re. This is That's when gas wild. was like over four dollars. Like when it first was, yeah. or get approaching five or whatever. And Timeline was, wise, you're like approaching the recession at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. And they wouldn't reimburse you mileage or anything. Jeez. It was just like ridiculous. Would you just go to like office buildings and water plants? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. There's, it's it's always funny to hear like what jobs exist that you never think about. Like if you're in a lobby somewhere. Do you look at the greenery and go, oh, I wonder when they come by to water these plants? I, I wouldn't think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, do you ever go back to Wayne State? I eventually, oh, so I had to move back home in 2008. Okay. And then I, that's when I was like kind of out of the school system then. So I just took a break. And I, I mean, it's like I was a boomerang kid. I, How does that feel? Sorry. See, I told you I was going to interrupt you. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so you're like 25. Mm-hmm. Um, you're back at your parents' house, mm-hmm. and what are your sisters? Did they like at that time? Did they like go to college and move out? Or yeah, well, Libby, um, Libby was uh, she went to OCC. Christy went to Central Michigan. Okay, but um, Libby was living at home. But yeah, it was just like, oh man, I have to move back home. And then I, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, well, I mean, met... what's your relationship like with each of those family members at that time? Because you're, I mean, you've moved out. You got some independence. You're like, <laughs> I'm imagining you started shaping who you are, and then you got to like kind of live under mom and dad's rule again. Like, it was fine. I yeah. mean, I don't, really nothing much changed. Uh, I just had, I would, um, because I would like to drink, so like I just couldn't like drink, like, so I would, <laughs> I would sneak like, um wine bottles or i mean my, i buy them myself i yeah. wouldn't sneak my parents stuff <laughs> but i would i would sneak them and i put them in uh in my room uh my still my childhood bedroom in my closet <laughs> there was a um opened up to like the attic i guess or whatever yeah, yeah. you couldn't go up there but it would be cold in there so i'd stick bottles nice. and stuff yeah, in your own little wine cellar <laughs> wine cellar fuck yeah but then my mom i think my mom found out one day eventually she's like it smells in there i'm like oh <laughs> that's amazing so it was just kind of like keeping things secret i was very secretive i'm still a kind of a secretive person yeah. but um just like don't let people know certain things <laughs> but um it was fine i was i i didn't fe- i felt kind of just low that i had to move back home but at the same time it was like well i i don't have like i don't i didn't have any savings or anything i mean there was really nothing i could do i had to move back home yeah um not to fast forward but (laughs) where on the timeline do you meet your husband uh we met in like a year later okay when i moved because um (laughs) because i was also i was uh at the time i was on like plenty of fish and okay cupid just because okay, yeah, yeah. yeah just was like oh, I just what is people what is that like at that time this is like a transitional period where they're taking a kind of it's it's like correct me if i'm wrong but that feels like it's more we're not necessarily smartphones yet right <laughs> i didn't get a smartphone until like like 2011 or something so yeah. i mean it, it was just it okay cupid and, and plenty of fish reminded me kind of like my space in a way i mean it, it was all online i mean it was yeah. there was no swiping or anything yeah, it was yeah. and but most of the time i and i i remember i was able to like you know you can edit on there like uh what you're looking for and i i made sure i said i do not want any sexual encounters and every <laughs> single person i encountered was pretty much hey you want to hook like no i just want to 
go out. How have many dick coffee. pics did you get? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get any. Well, because I, I, I couldn't. I didn't have a smartphone. But perfect. Yeah, that's a. That's the scariest thing I imagine for women on dating apps: <laughs> constant unsolicited dick pics. Um. So did you meet? Your now husband on one no, of those? Well, so I, I, I was so done with those those two sites because it was like, I'm just tired of getting these people who just want to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom and I, we were out um, raspberry picking. And she said, this was in September of 2008. And she said, you know, for your Christmas present, I'll get you, I'll pay for a reputable dating site. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so curious what a reputable dating site is. I know. And I, I'm like, <laughs> so, and um. When I, uh, Colleen, her mom, her mom uh, met her husband on Yahoo Personals. Oh. So, because at the time there was, you know, um, Match.com and, and um, eHarmony. Yeah. I think those are the only two that were the major ones. And I thought, since I'll try this Yahoo Personals out because that's, you know, someone met their husband there. I'm like, okay. I met there. I went on two dates with, um, there was two people I met and they were just really strange. <laughs> And then I saw Kevin and just thought he was interesting and liked how he talked or, well, you know, spoke online and, and just that's, we met at, um, Caribou Coffee and he had like three cups of coffee before I showed up. And when I saw him, he was wearing corduroy brown pants and was reading a newspaper. And when I was like, Kevin, he pulled down the newspaper. He's like, yes. And he was so jittery. It was like, oh goodness. But yeah, that's how we met. Worked out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cute. Um, oh my God, Caribou. Those still exist, don't they? I think so. I, I don't seen know. Seen Caribou in a while. Neither have I. Um, <laughs> used to be one by OU. I don't think it's there anymore. <laughs> but so, you meet him. You guys date. Mm-hmm. How long are you dating before you get married? Uh, we let's see. We dated. This is all this is. Two thousand nine. Quizzed on this later. We got married in two thousand thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. 10 Thank years you. this year. Yes. Oh, you do anything crazy? <laughs> I probably not. I don't know. When when is the anniversary? Uh November 11th. Oh, no shit. Yeah. November 14th. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see I'm I'm kind of kicking myself cuz I wished we got married on 11 12 13. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But cuz at first we want I was going to get married on 11 9. That was a Saturday, but then we got married in Vegas. So Ooh. we looked at the, you know, the pricing. And it was like, wow, six hundred ninety nine for a Saturday, three ninety nine or two ninety nine for a Monday. Let's get married on the Monday, but we should have done it on the Tuesday. Because, but everybody else was doing. Tell me that. about getting married in Vegas. Oh, it was fun. No, it <laughs> like was. How it does was, how does that? How do you get to that point? Oh no, it was all planned. It was, was it just like planned. everything is too expensive to plan a big wedding here? Or, well, or? I, I think. Growing up, yeah, I wanted like, oh, I want the church wedding. I want all that and just everything. But as I got older, like, I really don't want all that. I And my sisters, when they got married or, yeah, when they were married, got married and they had the big wedding yeah. and and then they didn't go anywhere after. They didn't have a honeymoon. I mean, they did eventually. I, I mean, I think. Like, my sister Libby went to like Calamari. Isn't it or, just called a vacation? At a that vacation, point? yeah. But I wanted, like, I wanted to go. I wanted to go somewhere. Like, I wanted to have all that, and I didn't want like, I wanted, and I saw I, the dress I wanted. I saw it like the year before, yeah. and like it was just like, a short little white dress, and just I've always I just loved Las Vegas. I loved it. Why Las Vegas? I just. I I'm you're, not. Do you have a drinking and gambling addiction we no, haven't talked about yet? No, 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 no. I'm not a gambler. I um, 
I'm not a gambler. Um, I just like nightlife. I like the lights and all the noises and just people watching. And also, I would. This is when I was really into like you know really getting into my film photography. I'm like, I'm just gonna take pictures of everything. And so, I just it was great. I we got married at the Golden Nugget. Fun, yeah. Um, every it was all planned out. Um, did family come out? For yeah, it? my um, my my dad said um, my dad said out of all the weddings that he's had to you know for his daughters, he's like mine was the funnest and the cheapest. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's funny looking back too. Like I loved my wedding. We got married at Pine Knob Mansion, um, and it was like hundred people and. It was great, but looking back, if you're like, all right, or you could do like an elope style wedding and spend that like ten grand on a vacation, I'd be like, well, hold on, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds much more intriguing. Um, yeah. So I, I I definitely get that aspect of like wanting to, because yeah, weddings are more about the guests. It feels like. Yeah, I mean it. It was fun, it, and I had like my mom and dad. They gave us a budget, and we were below budget. We when we got back, we had a like a Michigan reception, and that's when we invited like you know anyone who couldn't make it out to the wedding in Vegas to yeah. come to this. And I just I tried just to have it all very. I just I didn't want anything crazy, you know, just because I just I don't know. I just realized after a while, like you don't need to spend so much money on a big event. Just have fun. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you get married, you come back. Mm -hmm. What's, I mean, what's life like? What are you doing? Um, what am I doing now? What's filled your, what's filling your day to day over huh. the last, well, minus COVID over the last, like, oh gosh. Well, so, eight years, 10 years, 10 years. God, it's crazy. I know. Um, <laughs> well, so, well, I moved in with, um, Kevin. That's my husband. Um, I moved in with him in 2012. 12 and down into Westland. Is that the first guy that you lived with? Yes. How was yes. that? <laughs> oh, it was fine. Um uh at the time his uh father his stepdad was living with us, so that was uh maybe a little adjustment, yeah. but otherwise it was okay. Um when I first moved in, it was like you don't lock your doors? Like cuz I was able just to go right into his house. Like why don't you lock your door? <laughs> Someone could just come in. Well, uh... Like no, <laughs> um, a lot of there's it was, a, it was a very like a guy house. I mean his his yeah. mother had passed away okay. in 2003, so it, from so it was kind of just, um, and Kevin actually had to kind of save the house too because the house was going into foreclosure. Gotcha. And um, so Kevin had to buy it, and so that it's Kevin's house, well our house now, but um. Yeah. <laughs> um but his stepdad moved out like right before we got married, so okay. um, it was it was a nice um, we could start our lives and yeah yeah. Did you, was there like stuff you had to get used to, or um, was there stuff that? Because other than living with Colleen, had you lived with other people? No, just no. <laughs> so is I yeah I, I just imagine I mean I've had <laughs> I've had roommates. Chad and I like weren't friends for a year because we lived together once and that was a terrible idea. But like, I'm just wondering if what that adjustment period is like. Oh, well, okay. So I'm a slob. I, okay. You're the I'm, slob in the relationship. Yes, I am. Well, I'm getting much better. Like I'm much. Is this the artist coming out and oh, all yeah. of your stuff you're doing? Oh yeah. No, I was, and anyone who knows me, I am a slob. I mean, I'm just, 
I have my I have a spare room in, in our house that is still like just packed with all my crap, and yeah. I just it's hard for me to. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. But no, I am a lot of um, picking up after myself. I mean, growing up because my my mom and their rule was like your floor has to be you know clean like your floor has to be spotless yeah so i would just take everything and put it on my bed or put it in the closet <laughs> so that was my way of cleaning yeah and i just and i'm a hoarder not that bad but i just like i because i once threw something away and then like a year later oh man i needed that so like i just save everything yeah. things that i think that are important that eventually i'll need one day is that going away as you get older or is it just staying the same or getting worse <laughs> No, it's it's. I'm I'm really I'm consciously trying to work on you know getting rid of things. I, I'm in therapy too, so I'm trying like really hard just to realize what is important and yeah. what is something that you know you can let let it let this go now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that I mean that question is entirely projection because maybe what well, you know I can't directly relate it to therapy, but timing wise it makes sense because mm -hmm. I. I did the same thing. Like I held on to everything, and my wife was like, "This drives me crazy." Because <laughs> uh, just the most random crap, and I would attach like sentimental value yeah. to things that like were so dumb. But like at the time, <laughs> like uh, I mean, if you go back far enough, I'm sure you can find you know those uh, paper things that they wrap around silverware, like at restaurants. Yeah, I would like have those like one from Ramsar and be like. <laughs> January 2000 <laughs> and I'll look at it and, and like sure for a little while I remembered what happened that day but as time went on I was like why do I fucking have that list I don't remember anything about this um, and then something I'm sure you can relate to to some degree hopefully <laughs> hopefully I'm not alone here uh, little things that like in my mind I'm like I'm gonna do something with this like art project wise oh, yeah. right like I can look at that and logically I can be like I'm never gonna do anything with that but then if something happens in five years where I'm doing something, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, it would be perfect. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> I'm like going to be so be... pissed at myself. Yeah. <laughs> and so I definitely like get that that mindset. Do you think that has impacted you in that way? Is that why you mentioned that? Yeah. Oh, well, therapy just I'm just I'm really I'm just trying to work on decluttering my life. Like, cause I have so much stuff. Both physically and metaphorically. <laughs> yes. I have way, I just have way too much stuff. Yeah. Way too much. And, and and when I do go into my spare room, like I, I'm getting better. Cause I used to go in there and try to like clean. And then I would just have a panic attack and like get overwhelmed and leave. I couldn't do it. But now I can go in there and just breathe and be like, okay, I'm going to work on this section. And I get maybe five minutes in and then I just have to walk out again. And wow. I'm getting there. Were you that way as a kid? Um, I think as a kid I wasn't allowed to be because my parent, my mom would throw stuff away. <laughs> my mom did a lot of stuff for me, and I, uh, if I, did, one time I remember she, um, it was my birthday, yeah, and we were at Rams, not Ramshorn, we were at Mr. B's in Clark, on Dixie, yeah. and it was after we sang Happy Birthday to me, and my mom said, "Now when you go home, don't be alarmed, but I, um." She basically went into my room and just did this with all my oh, stuff no. on my dresser cleared and cleared off the dresser. Yep, and put it all in a paper brown paper bag. And like, why'd you do that? She's like, well, I just want you to go through it and get rid of things. And I was so mad, so I just went home. I took everything out and put it exactly where it was, just to piss her off. Yeah, I was so mad. I was like, how how dare you do this to me on my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think things like that. 
stick with us, right? And and create behaviors. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I imagine that like there's probably a part of you that's like, I'm holding on to this stuff because Just I can, like, and yeah. no one is going to take it away from me like they did when I was a fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I am now. It's like, okay, cool. I can just put everything in the spare room and shut the door. And I have to shut the door because we have I have four cats, and they'll just. They'll go in there and start exploring and, yeah. oh, look, a litter box area. Like, no, it's not a litter box. <laughs> it does look like a litter box. But it, I, I think we don't give enough credit to those little, those things that happen when we're kids. Like, and I think that stuff like sticks with us unless we work through it. But like, we have to be aware of it first and foremost. And yeah. that, I, I imagine that's kind of what what's happening there. Is, and did stuff, did your sisters get stuff of yours? Yeah. Did they, you lose possession of your possessions? Well, yeah. Like there was a lot of hand. That was probably the only good thing about me being the oldest in 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 our family. Yeah. Situation. Um, because I would get the new newer clothes, or I get stuff from my cousins. But I always thought they were kind of cool. But then my sisters would get the clothes. <laughs> but um, I do remember just because they were twins, they would get certain things that only. T- a pair would get like I remember they got a bunk bed and I was so mad about that because I wanted a bunk bed and I remember being very angry about it and I went after the day they got it and the next morning I went downstairs I remember covering my eyes because I didn't want to look at my sisters because they got a bunk bed I was just mad it was stupid but like they got things that I couldn't get but did they share a room they did yeah but you got your own room oh heck yeah of course I did but you still wanted a bunk bed I still wanted a bunk bed. Yeah. And I, w- I was very possessive about of my stuff, and I hated it whenever they would want to borrow something yeah. from me. And when yeah. I, I... That's some older sister shit. That's oh, a... I know. Well, if so, but I had a I had a thing that I would do, and I, I, I've told them this. <laughs> if they pissed me off, I would just go in their room and take one of their earrings and throw it behind their dresser. Because it was, they'd be like, where's my earring? I can't find this. They're like, oh, I don't know. They move their dresser one day and it's just a well, the, pile they, of earrings. Yeah, I think they eventually found it. But yeah, that's I would just. But I love it because I wouldn't say anything because then I could oh, hear yeah. them in the other room like, "Where's my earring? Did you take my earring?" And then they just bicker and I'm like, "Ha ha ha! I did it." <laughs> that's nice that you had them to turn against each other because I would like I I would do stuff to my brother, but like obviously I was the culprit. <laughs> uh, I would like to. I always tried to like make it so he would blame himself. <laughs> kind of like oh i misplaced this or something but i think yeah he probably always knew it was it was me whoops i'd be like maybe he's high today and he, he'll, he'll forget about it um oh boy uh so what do you do what are you what are you doing for work um <laughs> i am i i'm a I guess you can, I'm an executive assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an assistant. Um, I work at um, wealth man in a wealth management okay field. And are you still? What are you doing as far as like art wise now? I so there's um a there's darkroom Detroit. Um, I try to participate in that. I um I am a member of this of the Scarab Club. I think I am. Uh, I try to just my aunt. Um, she'll send me uh links to you know gallery shows or whatever mm-hmm. just or calls call, entry calls i try to enter stuff every now and then that's awesome i just i, I feel like i have kind of like an imposter syndrome where I, like i just don't feel like i'm good enough but um that comes i think everybody yeah. has that kind of but uh i don't i would love to, i would love to do more with 
what my degree was in. I mean, fine arts photography or fine arts um, with a concentration in photography. But I just hear my dad in the background. That's not a money making career. I mean, don't shut up. (laughs) I know. And he doesn't say it to me now, but it's just like it's just always in the back of my mind. But I know if I tried harder, but it's just you need you need money also to to do that. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I've always been a firm believer of like my job is exactly that. And then like my passion stuff I do in all the other time that I have, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully I'm transitioning out of that when I get my degree and like start doing therapy because that's, <laughs> that's the passion. But um, I mean, look, these instruments on the wall, I've definitely never had a full-time job playing music. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say not for lack of trying, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I ever tried in the way that, successful people <laughs> tried yeah. uh it, it's just crazy the stories you hear people like the sacrifices people make and the schedules they keep and like dedicated to solely to like music and i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah i would never do that like you want me to give up my weekends when i'm 21 years old like fuck off no way yeah no way <laughs> right i think yeah if i had that mentality where if i really had if i had the dedication the drive ambition all that yeah. i i probably would have gone further yeah. but yeah i was young and dumb and wanted to yeah. part have fun <laughs> party yeah, that. um i will also say as someone in graduate school at 40 years old it's never too late <laughs> um but do you uh, is it primarily photography that you're doing do you still paint or anything no, you know i want to I, ha- I have all that stuff still i have it all still and i would like to, i want to start painting again yeah um, the the only thing that's holding me back, and it sounds so silly, is my cats because my cats have they go everywhere. I mean, I have four of them, yeah. and um, just there's cat hair everywhere. And you know I, what I'm going to recommend what turn that guest room into your paint studio. <laughs> Close that door. <laughs> I first have to clean it out, but so yeah. we have a nice we have a basement downstairs, and I want to like put we're trust we're also we're also trying to find um new alternatives to doors just like like a, we want to get like a screened in area down in our basement oh, so interesting just, just so to, our cats, so cats don't go in there yeah, yeah. but i like to see them <laughs> i love okay. my babies yeah, yeah but um uh yeah I, I would love to paint again yeah i was just curious you know um because i think high school like you didn't do photography in high school really right? no we didn't really have any like I wish we had a photographer. I think I thought we had like a dark room at the old high school. We did, yeah, for yeah. sure we did because I had friends that were doing that stuff. Yeah, at that point. We, when I worked at, I ended up working at the high school, old high school, as a paraeducator, okay. and our room, our room was, I think, in that old dark room. Oh, that's funny. And I remember going in the back, like where we our little kitchen area was, and it's like, oh look, there's the where they. It just it looked like a shower area, but I think that's where they. Has that gotten? more difficult and expensive to do like film photography Uh, it it seems like it's hard to even get film let alone develop it and um yeah i mean i yeah i mean you can't really just like i used to buy film like at kmart you know (laughs) now there's not even a kmart let alone kmart i know (laughs) um no now you can go to the you know camera stores and spend like 20 dollars on just some film but probably better off going like through online to get better deals but um 
I do have like chemistry. I have I have darkroom equipment. It's just a matter of me getting my ass to to get it together and yeah. build something, like build a room. And yeah, it's my cats that are kind of holding me back, just because I mean, there's so much hair. I floor them, so yeah. Yeah, I uh, I mean, and you definitely couldn't see the cats if you had a darkroom. I know, yeah. <laughs> But I, I have like an I have an I have a color enlarger. I have a black and white enlarger. I have all the equipment. Well, because that's part of it, right? Like that's the that's the big. I'm trying. How do I how do I say this? Because obviously, like the actual shot is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you can do so much that people like me do in Photoshop and stuff. But you can do that in the development phase right yeah like how you saturate the photo like mm -hmm. yeah and that's i imagine that's like a huge piece of the yeah and it's it's fun um the other thing is it's just like i would need to set up like because everything has to be temp temperature regulated as well okay and i don't have that equipment like but, the um, the room itself well not the room just like the, the chemistry Okay, like because when you develop, yeah, stuff, when yeah. you develop film, it has to be at a certain temperature depending on the film, and um, I never knew temperature played a role. It did. <laughs> I always knew like lighting did, <laughs> and like well, yeah, the different like things you dunk out the, well, the developer, yeah. stop bath fixer. Yeah. <laughs> but I, didn't, I have no idea like temperature. Obviously, like can't do it outside in the snow. But no, yeah, that's but, interesting. I mean, I'm so like. I mean, I have all that stuff, but so I'm also trying to do like alternative processes. Like I like doing cyanotypes and Van Dyke Browns. What um, is that? What are those? They're like sun prints. You use the sun. Oh. Yeah. So like a uh, cyanotype is where you you have the um, the chemical and you you go you're in a dark room and you paint it on your um, it's watercolor paper or any kind of type of paper, and then you get um, usually get a big pizza box. And you empty one and you put that in there and you take it outside and then you have like you can use a pen or anything and you um, put it down on the paper and then you let the sun expose and then you take it back inside. And then when you put it in, um, I think it's like hydrogen peroxide or water or whatever, it depends. You'll rinse it and then where the on the paper, it'll be a nice deep blue. But where that pen was, it'll, it'll be like. Oh, interesting. You know, so you can kind of make your own little like object print. collages. Yeah. That... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Learn something every day. <laughs> what was the other one you said? Van Dyke Browns. What is that? It's just the color brown. It's the same kind okay. of process. Okay. Um, just and then, but I like this year. I or not this year. Last year I did. Um, oh my gosh, what is it called? This is so silly. Well, I used it was like I used old RC paper. I can't think of. I'm like blanking on what it's called. Um, but um you could say I'll, anything i'd be like yeah okay sure well and i was so the awesome the cool coolest thing that i did Reese, um it was in 2021 i did tin types like Ooh. wet plate photography that was fun that How was long so does much that fun. take oh no it only takes like five minutes oh, you because okay. um like in a dark room but right does the there. person or whatever you're taking picture like if it's a person do they have to like sit there for a while like does it it, it depends okay. um it depends if that's you have I, enough I just, light. That's what I think about, like, you know, 1800s, well, like, well, snap yeah. a picture, like, the couple has to stand there for well, five yeah. minutes Yeah, for five move. minutes, yeah. <laughs> but unless you had a flash. That was really fun. I yeah. like doing that. Send me a picture. That'd be fun to see that. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I, I like that. Photography feels like one of the few mediums that has evolved beyond itself mm -hmm. in, in a way that, like, 
you can still practice the quote unquote like old ways, Mm -hmm. but you got to jump through some fucking hoops to do it. But people that use it as an art form seem to be more attached to that than like the digital stuff and the digital stuff. The people that do that seem to like intertwine more like CGI and, and stuff into it. Does that make sense? I mean, is, is there anything I didn't talk about that you're like, why didn't we bring that up? Oh, no, I can't <laughs> okay. think of anything. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> you and I have lots in common. My request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend? All right, you just listened to my interview with Aaron Gordish. I forgot how much we got into photography at the end of that episode. I hope, I hope you guys are still listening. Uh, I know we got we got into a lot of specific stuff. I took out even more stuff when, with editing. Um, and, but I, I love people that are still doing creative stuff. So many people just stop doing it. Like, I think there's some just thing that happens in your 20s where 30s around the corner and some voice in your head's like, you haven't made any money doing this yet. What's the point? And a lot of people stop doing it. Um, And I would ask you to remember what the point was to begin with, right? Like, not many fucking 10-year-olds or 15-year-olds are making art in any form with the idea like I'm going to be a fucking millionaire. It's not, it's not usually the motivation. So get back to basics, people get in touch with that motivation. Cause, uh, that childhood motivation is probably a lot more important than, than the financial motivation when it comes to creative endeavors. I just started drawing again recently. I fucking love it. I'm terrible at it. There's no world where I make money from fucking drawing, but I love it. I really, really love it. And uh, so just tap into that, guys. It's therapeutic. You get to, you can do some inner child work there. You could just fuck around. You can just noodle on a guitar if you haven't played guitar in a while. Whatever it is, whatever, whatever your boat gets floated by, highly encouraged. And that's coming from a future therapist. Speaking of which, want to know what's going on with me in grad school? Head over to patreon.com slash friendrequestpod. I post updates there unless people don't want to see them anymore, and then I'll stop posting them. I don't get a lot of communication from you guys over on Patreon. So I'll tell you what, to current Patreon subscribers, shoot me a hey. Shoot me a message. Shoot me a what's up. Let me know what you want to see over there. And to future Patreon subscribers, same thing. Tell me what you'd like to see. I'll, I'll post it up for you. You want some uncut episodes? I mean, some of these people I'm sitting down with for three hours. <laughs> you want to hear what we talked about that I edited out? We can do that over at patreon.com slash friendrequestpod. Remember the band Buck09? That's where I got the inspiration for the monthly fee of $1.09. It goes right to the podcast. God, I've been talking for a while. I hope you guys are having a great year 
February is over in a couple days. Maybe it is over by the time you're listening to this. And now it's March. And we're just marching along. See what I did there? That was stupid. Okay. I love you. Bye-bye.